Welcome back to the I Get Better podcast. I'm your host, Charlene Renee. And I'm Phaedra. And today we're going to be discussing how I get better at parenting when I play. Yes. So I think that this is a very good topic because it kind of just piggybacks on one of the things we talked about before on the earlier podcast about parenting Uh, which was discipline. And Mm -hmm. I really feel like this comes, this is the step before discipline. We kind of, kind of learn how to discipline from our childhood and from, you know, just like what we have, and maybe just some things that we picked up, but we don't always impart the play part. And so I think that engagement is one of the, the most important parts of parenting is like, how do I engage with my kids on a, you know, playful side also? Right. Well, on their level, right? Yeah. Because kids like to play. So when you're talking about engaging and communicating, that's how they communicate when they're young. Yes. Through play. Okay. So as usual, we really like to be able to define the word or phrase. It just gives us the what and it and and that also gives us the ability to define and fulfill what we're talking about. So Charlene, you have that definition of play. Can you tell us what that is? Yes, I can. So play, the definition of the word play, according to the dictionary, is to engage in activity for enjoyment and recreation rather than a serious or practical purpose. And additionally, it may mean to amuse oneself by engaging in imaginative pretense. So having fun, I think we all kind of know what play means, but of course we like to give you the real deal definition before we jump into our own take on it. Now, as somebody that has um, studied play therapy, and obviously we are both therapists, so we kind of bring it back to the mental health side of it also. So um, I'm actually working on uh, becoming a registered play therapist, but even if I don't, I know, I know a little bit about play therapist therapy and I use it in my practice. And one of the things we, we talk about with the parents are, is that play is the language and, and toys are the words. So when I am doing play therapy, for example, toys act that kids use toys to describe how they're feeling. So they're the actual words. And then the play is just the method of, you know, them you know, going about to describe it. So when we think about that, if we if we say that play is the language and toys are the words, what I want to then ask parents is how often are you really effectively communicating with your children? And so right. I say effectively because a lot of times we try to put them on our level instead of getting on their level. And so a lot of the words that we say go misunderstood or, or often unheard when we are not also putting ourselves on their level and trying to figure out how do I communicate effectively with them so that they understand what I'm saying and that, you know, we have a a clarity. So anyways, I want to start out by kind of going over why it's important to play, which we've kind of started. So some of the, the importance of playing again is being able to effectively communicate, but, but also I think, you know, one of the things you and I started talking about when we talked about doing this, this particular podcast was, it helps with the relationship with the parent and child relationship. Your children need to know you more than just being a disciplinarian. And so. um, Right. And, and also you kind of forget when you, as you get older and you become an adult, 
you have to go through this cycle because when you're young, you play naturally, but right. your parents tell you as you get older to stop playing so much uh-huh. to mature and to grow up. So now you're like, okay, well, playing is for kids. So now I have to shift out of that. So now as an adult, when you start to have kids, it's sometimes difficult to revert back to that playful yes. nature because you're being told, well, you need to act like an adult, you know, games are for kids, you you're you need to be responsible. So right. you kind of have to shift your mindset again back to get in touch with your inner child and, yes. and like you said, getting on their level and balancing it between I'm not just here to, like you said, the discipline, but also to play. Right. Um, but then you also have to have balance because you don't want to go too much to, well, you're just playful all the time. And now your children don't take you seriously when it is time to discipline. And they right. think, oh, mommy's just joking or daddy's just joking because he's so silly and he always plays with me or she always plays with me. Right. So, well, you definitely. Probably, I think what you brought up is so important. So when I, one of the things that I do in my therapy practice is I use play. Um, also as a form of therapy. So not to get too technical, but a part of our brain uses play as a means of processing and it helps us get to that unconscious or that subconscious way of thinking. And so it helps us kind of turn off that thinking part of our brain and processing. So think about it. When you're younger, a lot of times play was kind of like rehearsal for us, right? So we played school or we played or maybe we watch TV to kind of like, it, we learn from, from those things. We learn how to communicate with our friends or how to socialize. We practice with our dolls or our teddy bears. And so it was a form of like rehearsal. And so when we take that out of our lives, we still are humans that are still learning how to effectively socialize and communicate, but we've taken the element of therapy out of our lives. So one of the things I do with my clients is I bring that back in and it's very difficult for teenagers and also kids that have been in like these adult kind of roles and adults to kind of put themselves in that place of being vulnerable. So some of the consequences of taking play out of our relationships and out of our, you know, parenting um, is I think you start to establish sometimes this fear-based relationship with your children instead of a respect-based one. I think you kind of, we talked about before, you maybe have a lack of a bond and your children just overall, your relationships aren't always as close as you want them to be because of, you know, the nature of the relationship. So what I would say is, you really have to ask yourself, what kind of relationship do I want with my kids? How do I want it to look and how do I want it to feel? And as you mentioned before, Charlene, I think that there needs to be a, a balance. So some, some barriers, I think, are just like you mentioned before, is we don't know how to play anymore. I think we work a lot and we're tired. So that just what I was going to say, yeah. tired, like being tired definitely has been one of the things that keeps me from playing sometimes because my, you know, very rarely, honestly, my kids don't always ask me to play with them. And if they do, it's usually a video game, which I have really no interest in doing, but it's like, I'm tired. <laughs> I don't feel like doing this. And so not having enough energy after working all day or just being mentally exhausted that could get in the way of the play sometimes. And I feel bad sometimes when I say no, or if I say no too much, because I know that they really, really want me to. 
I agree. I'm I'm in this. I think most of us are in that same boat. And I think I think the other thing is we have also have a fear of looking silly. Um, you know, our ego or just our fear of being vulnerable gets in the way, and not realizing that again it is therapeutic to play. Also, it's it's mm-hmm. a stress reliever to play. So maybe finding some ways. How some how can so one of the things I'll say I ask your ask for you to ask yourself is what are some small, some simple ways I can start to put play back in my life and um, specifically in my parenting. And so mm-hmm. that might look like, you know, coloring with my kids or finding games. Like one of the things that me and my kids do is we play trouble together. And so, you know, I don't always, I used to just say, okay, we just do it on family night, but now just throughout the week, especially since COVID-19, we'll just break out a game and play that. I don't care to play video games. I think I'm past that. Like, unless, unless it's something like a cooking challenge game, <laughs> I'll play that. But, but finding some things in common that you can do, whether it's coloring or art or, you know, like you, you, you like skating. I think your boys like to skate. Right. Yeah, we'll do that. Or yeah, going outside and skating. So yeah, I try not to just force them to do things I like, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes it easier when it's something that I also enjoy. So yeah. like video games, even board games, card games, I try to introduce them to. But it's also a different. It's a different generation. These kids, I'm finding because I do. I have I see kids um, for clients as you know as my clients as well and it's kind of hard to get them to engage in play sometimes because they're just not used to using their imagination. And mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. requiring that skill to be able to effectively utilize play, sometimes it, it gets difficult. Mm-hmm, uh, but yeah, making the time is, is important and actually being intentional about it. So like, even if you can just have a family night once a week, yeah, just to make sure you have that time to connect and bond and they're learning certain skills when you're playing games they're learning problem solving they're learning patience they're learning how to uh, be a good loser you know (laughs) not be a sore loser not get upset not to quit not to give up just because you're not good at something so you're teaching them also life skills while you play so one of the things I like to say is we practice playing and so when I have my clients that come in, especially the adults, and I'm like, okay, we're going we gonna to do sand tray therapy, for example. And they look at all those, we call them miniatures, but they look at them and they think they're toys. And, I'm, and they're like, you want me to do this? And I'm like, yeah. And so they feel so in- insecure and they feel so silly. And, and I tell them we have to practice. So one of, the, one of the homework assignments I give them is I tell them to go to the park and skip. Go get on a swing. And those are things that I make myself do also. But again, looking at it from a mental health perspective and from a learning perspective, we are, we are teaching ourselves. We're reinforcing certain skills that maybe we didn't get to learn or maybe we grew out of, for example. And these are things that are going to also be effective in our day-to-day relationships as adults let alone at, for our kids. Our kids are, we are teaching our kids even when we aren't using our words. And so I want that to be something that we can remember is they're picking up those unspoken rules from us, whether that might be that, are you teaching your kids that it's okay to be angry, but it's not okay to be silly? Right. You know, what are we teaching our kids with, you know, uh, when we're not talking? 
So I right. think this is a good topic. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. And and finding, like I said, these ways that you can introduce play into your everyday life. Because if you have gotten out of the habit of it, or you are just tired a lot, you feel like you don't have the energy, you don't want it to go on so long that your children just expect you not to be engaged with them uh-huh. and they feel like you you're just never going to come play mom or dad they're never going to come play with me so mm-hmm. now I don't even want to come to them mm-hmm. with anything or mm-hmm. come to them and communicate because they're not interested in me because really that's a part of their identity is yeah. their play yeah. and so when you reject that you that could be seen as well you're rejecting me because you don't want to play with me right because they might not have the vocabulary to communicate with, like you said, on a verbal level, but they can play a game, they can color, they can draw, they can do these things. And so uh, realizing that, you know, as a parent, we can always get better. We can always try to um, grow in certain areas and play being one of them. I know in certain cultures, <laughs> you hear the phrase, you know, mama don't play or, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, or, play with kids. Or, don't play with me, you know, and, <laughs> and so it becomes like a mantra. And so you just know you, it can become a fear, you know, for some kids, like mm-hmm. I can't even make a joke. I can't even, you know, play around or you're going to get mad at me. And right. so you don't want them to develop a phobia or a, you know, distrust of you because you're not willing to take off the parent hat sometimes and just become a playmate. It's not a bad thing to do that. Right. No, I totally agree. Um, So I will give you guys, our listeners, some homework. Your homework is to think of some ways that you can incorporate play into your family. What does that look like for you? What are, what are the perks that can come from being intentional about playing with your children and your spouse, you know, this week? What are, some, what are some good things that you think that will come from that? And then start practicing being silly and telling jokes with one another and, and having a game night where you guys can not just like sit down and watch a movie together, but also actually engage verbally with one another. And then give us some feedback. Let us know how it went for you. So we also have to do the challenge too. Yeah. Okay. Yes, we do. We do. So our game nights are pretty fun because we're all pretty competitive. So my kids always learn. We all have to learn how to lose. (laughs) And also, I'm going to say me and my kids have not had a steady game night. So we we should. We did at one point, but it's kind of falling off the train track. So yeah. Yeah. We had to get back on track, but we, yeah. we have been going out a little bit, going skating and things like that, but I do need to step it up. So I'm going to take that challenge on yeah. this week. And it's, I mean, it, it, it's, it's pretty quick. Well, my kids, like we normally play at least two games because somebody inevitably loses and wants to play again. Mm-hmm. Um, so we play at least two games, but they really don't take that long. And it's, it's such a small amount of your day when you think about it. But it's so impactful. Those are the things that you remember as a child. You know, I think you remember those types of I don't interactions, know, types of interactions, yeah, yeah, experiences, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's our time for today. Remember yeah. to rate, review, subscribe, share our videos, guys. Am I missing something, Charlene? Like, like the I Get Better podcast. Yes, please like our podcast. Yes. Um. You can also, don't forget to send us questions or topics. Find us on Facebook, on Instagram. We're on there. 
email us or send us, you know, stuff that you guys want to hear. I, we, we would like to make sure we're identifying what our audience needs are and, and just going off. Let's talk about the things that you guys want to talk about. Right. So until next time, let's keep getting better so we can do better in order to be better. <laughs>